Chav Beis Amud Beis, 13 lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. So as the Mishnah, we're going to have Reb Shimon and Rebbe with a Machokas that we have mentioned before. So Reb Shimon, we boxed over here, and six lines later, first word on the line is Schus. After that, the word uh, Rebbe, we boxed him. So Reb Shimon says, Ein Schus Hamarim. We do not say that whatever meritorious thing she may have done, that it has any effect on the Maimarim. If she drinks him and she's guilty, she will immediately uh, feel the effects. Continues from Shimon and says, if you're going to try to say, that listen, if she did something like uniquely good, it could delay the effect. Well, Mate, Ata, you would uh, note on the side of the Gemara says Machshich Gavana. You you basically diminish or dim the the significance or the effectiveness. Uh, all the ladies are going to uh, not take it so seriously. Hashoyis is the ones who drink it. Who might see Ata Shemran? Then you'll also have rumors spreading. Alat Taharis, ladies who are also really innocent. Shesha, so they drink the water and nothing happened to them. You know what everyone people might say? Shaimrim. Oh, Tameo is saying, really, they're guilty. They did some meritorious deed, and that's why they're not getting affected right away. And that wouldn't be good. That's from Shimon's approach. No such thing as Schus Toila when it comes to Maim Amarim. Rebbe has a different approach. I boxed Rebbe. Rebbe Oimer has Schus Toila by Maim Amarim. Oh, no. Zechus, um, uniquely good things that the woman may have done previously, will uh, hold off the effects of the Maim Amarim. Amarim ve ena yoleda. She won't give birth uh, anymore in the future. But ena mishabacha. She won't like get better. Maybe we'll say thrive. Ella, what happens? Misnavna vehoyleches. She gets uh, like ickier or deteriorates more and more. Uh, progressively gets worse. Lesayfi mesa ba'isa misa. In the end, she'll die from the same type of misa as a woman who immediately uh, has the effect of the maimha. Um, Ma'arim. Slash. Nitmes minchasa. Uh, imagine the mincha which is being processed for her. If uh, it became tame uh, for whatever reason, it's before it was put into the holy service temple vessel, before it was put into klishares, that happened. Well, it's like any other mincha that that would happen. It would become tame before it was put into klishares. Tiften, it can be redeemed and basically <coughs> it goes the chulin and the money that is exchanged for with that money they, they should buy another one the imi shakachabakli if however the contents of the mincha has already been put into a klishares hare hi kechala and it's like any other mincha in that situation if it became tame v'tisareif since it got a higher level kedusha, it got a kedusha saguf when it was put into the kli. You cannot just uh, exchange it anymore and have it go lechulin. It became too holy for it to be able to uh, be turned or exchanged back into chulin. Slash. Here is a uh, list, a uh, further list of people who their mincha has to be uh, burned. In other words, they started processing uh, the whole thing, but. Um, for some reason, now we have to stop, and you basically have to burn it. How Maris, we're going to have uh, here five cases. If uh, the first two are the woman basically admits, she says, Tamea Nilach, she says to her husband, Yes, indeed, I am uh, forbidden to you. I, I did have uh, um, relations at that uh, incident. U Shabola Edim, she Tamea, or witnesses show up testifying to the fact that, uh, no, we saw she did have uh, an adulterous uh, relations. 
A third possibility, Valimaris, if the woman says, Aini Shaisa, she's refusing to drink, well, what are you supposed to do with her mincha? Well, basically, or a case where her husband refuses to uh, take it any further, he's not going to give her, administer, have her administer the water to drink. And the fifth, if on the way to Yerushalayim, he had relations with her, which was a big no-no, he wasn't supposed to do that. Well, then also, if we become aware of that after um, she's already brought, she already has the mincha uh, being holy, then you have to burn the mincha. Slash. V'chol l'kayhanim, any Mrs. Cohen. If she's married to a Kohen, if her husband is a Kohen, minchaisan nisrafais. Um, the minchas have to be burned, even if the comates was offered properly. Now, normally, the comates, the three fingers worth, that's what's burned up in the Mizbech, and the rest, the shirayim, are uh, eaten by uh, whoever's allowed to eat them. Here, however, we know that in general, if a Kohen brings a uh, Karban mincha, there's no. Uh, the whole thing is burned. What do we do about her? She's a Mrs. Cohen. Well, if she's a Mrs. Cohen, then the mincha has to be Nisrafa, um, it's burned, the whole thing. Bas Yisrael, she needs the Cohen. So she grew up a Bas Yisrael. She never heard of this, didn't do it. Her family didn't do it. But since she's a Mrs. Cohen, so she has to, whereas Cohen. Henes, if she grew up as a Bas Kohen, Shanises, but her husband's a Yisroel, Minchasan um, Echeles. In other words, it seems like it follows the status of the husband, whether the whole thing has to be burnt, or like the standard Mincha, you take the Kamitsa, that's burnt, and the rest is eaten. Slash. Ma bain Kohen Lekoyhenes. I put a diamond around Kohen Lekoyhenes. The mission now is going to bring four distinctions between a male Kohenim and female Kohenim. Five lines later, directly underneath the diamonds that we put on the Kohenes is Ish Leish. I put a diamond on that, and we're going to see then a list of eight things, um, different uh, halachic uh, requirements between uh, man versus woman. So here's the first list. What's the difference between, where do we see uh, halachic differences and requirements between a male Kohen and a female Kohen? Well, number one, Minchas Kaihanais Ne'echalois, the Kohen uh, Mincha brought by a female Kohen. Um, there's a kibitz taken and the rest can be eaten, the shirayim can be eaten. However, minchas kayin, the mincha which is brought by a male kohen in an echeles, it's not eaten, the whole thing is burnt. Number two, kayhenes mischaleles, there's a concept of a female kohen doing something, like maybe having relations with somebody she shouldn't have, and she becomes a chalala. However, kohen ain mischalel. A male kohen, now he might ruin his children, he might ruin his wife, but he uh, uh, would not be able to um, himself become uh, mitzchalel, uh, no matter who he has relations with. Number three, kohenes mitamalemesim, female kohanim have no problem um, becoming tamemes, going to a funeral. Uh, Ve'en kohen, but a kohen is not allowed to be mitamalemesim, male kohen not allowed. Number four, kohen ochel b'kotshikotshim, male kohanim eat. The korbanos are called like the meat from a korban chatas or an asham or a mincha. Ve'in kohanos, but female kohanim do not oichos bekod shekodshim. Slash. That was the list of four differences between male kohanim and female kohanim. And now the more general list, all Jews, difference between man and woman, halachic differences. Ma'bein ish le'isha. Well, 
We'll list them off one through eight. Number one, Haish Pireya Upireim. A man who has got saras will grow his hair long, will uh, tear his uh, clothes. The Ein Haisha over a female, a woman who gets saras, is not Pireas Upiremish. She will not uh, let her uh, hair grow out and, and tear her clothes. Number two, Haish Madir Espenobinazer. A father is allowed to. Basically, this interesting concept that he can make a nether for his son, who's a minor, to be a nazir, and it actually sticks, it works. However, mom is not able to maderas benabenazir. She cannot uh, make her son, uh, because of her declaration, a nazir. Number three. Uh, is a concept of if you have a father who passed away, he had uh, separated out uh, money and animals to be a closing, uh, for closing Corbanus for his Nazirus, and then he dies, the father, the son is able to actually use um, the, the proceeds that, or the, the funds that were going to be used for the uh, father's Nazirus for his own Nazirus. Ha'isha, Aviha. A daughter would not be allowed to use funds that were left over from the father, and then the father died for her own Nazir's korbanos. Number four, Ha'ish Mekadesh's Bitai. If you have a father, he can, yes, um, marry off his daughter, his minor daughter to somebody, he has the right to that. Ve'en Ha'isha, but mom is not allowed to Mekadesh's Bitai. Number five, Ha'ish Meicher's Bitai. A father might not be recommended. Sometimes it is recommended. Either way, he has the right to sell his daughter as a uh, slave. A mother does not have that right to uh, sell her daughter. Number six, if uh, the uh, death penalty is administered to a man and it's uh, stoning, eskila, he uh, does it uh, basically clothesless. But a woman is not uh, does not receive the death penalty of stoning uh, unclothed. Number seven, Haish Nitla, after uh, the court administers any of the death penalties, the body would be hung up for people to see. Uh, that happens if it's a man who was um, executed by the courts, Ve'en Haisha Nitlais, but not a woman. And finally, number eight, Haish Nimkar if a man steals and doesn't have funds to pay back, he gets sold into servitude to pay back his debt. And Ein Haisha, but a woman is not Nimkeres Begneva, so she would not be sold to uh, pay off that which she stole. Okay, says the Gemara. Tan Rabbanan, we have a Brisa, goes for just over five lines. Kol Hanesuis Lekehuna Whoever the missus is or was, if her husband is a Kohen, then whatever Mincha she brings is considered a Kohen Mincha, so to speak, and the whole thing is burned. It's not a Kamitza, three fingers worth is taken off, and that's burned, and the rest is eaten, but it's all burned. Ketzad, how so? So if you have a woman who was born a Kohenis or a Levia Yisraelis, it doesn't make a difference what she was born. If she's Nises the Kohen, is married to a Kohen, in other words, she's a Mrs. Kohen, a and B. On the one hand, A, ain minchas nechalas, you can't eat the shirayim, the remainder of her mincha, because since she is a missus, she's got a husband, her husband has a portion, a shaykhis to it, and I double underline the word lo, and the reason is because he has a portion, and his mincha, there's no such concept of a kohen's mincha, having shirayim, the whole thing is burnt. On the other hand, B, you also can't burn the whole thing, uh, this Mrs. Cohen's, why mitneshiyesh, la, Chelek ba. I double under the law. She's got a portion. It's like basically it's for her kapara if it's a mincha that she has to bring. Ella, what do you do? 
like since it's shyness to her, you have to take the kamitza. And on the other hand, that's offered on its own. And the shirayim, they are craven ba'atzma, and they are offered on their own. So you take the kamitza, you burn the kamitza, and then afterwards you take the shirayim, which normally you would, it would be eaten by the kohanim. These shirayim are um, offered and burnt uh, on, on their own. Well, one second. Shouldn't we apply here, asks the Gemara, the principle of anything from which you take part of it to go burn upon the fire, the rest of it is actually usser to be brought up onto the fire. Ikri Khan, uh, why would I not apply over here that concept? It's basically a one-line phrase. Kol shuhu mimenu le'ishim harehu Anything that you took from it, and the part that you took you went and put up on the fire, the rest of it is an isser losa, so you're not allowed to burn the rest of it. What are we going to do about that? Well, Amar, Yehuda, Breder, B'Shem, and Ben Fuzzy, no problem. When you bring the rest of it up to be burnt, you're masik lehulus shum eitzim. You bring it up not as, so to speak, a carbon mincha or the remnants of a carbon mincha or anything to do with a carbon mincha. You bring it up to be like essentially firewood. Now, it might look like flour and it might be flour, but you're burning it l'shem fuel, l'shem wood. Ke, which would go perfectly with Rabbi Eliezer de Sanya, as we see in the following brisa. Brisa goes about a line and a half, and it's uh, Rabbi Eliezer darshaning the pasuk. The uh, I box Rabbi Eliezer's name, and I box this Tanakh source goes for a line and a half. Rabbi Eliezer Oimer, when the pasuk says that you should offer it lereach nichayach, that's two words in quotation marks. It should be for a reach nichayach. That's what there's an issue, Lareach Nichayach, which is mean like burned as a standard carbon, i atamala. You would not be able to take the Shirayim and burn them as a Reach Nichayach. According to Rabbi Lezer, it would not be a problem to bring it up and, and put it on top of the Mizbech and have it burned if it's being done. Lishumates him for just, uh, you know, some more uh, fuel or firewood up on the Mizbech. Well, that's great according to the Tan Rebbe Eliezer, but he does have a bar pluk to the Rabbanon who hold differently. So the Gemara asks now, well, Hanicha, that all works well according to Rebbe Eliezer. He holds of this thing that you can take something that's not firewood and say that you're burning it l'shem like the firewood, and that's how you burn it. Elo the Rabbanon, I boxed the Rabbanon, that would be in contradistinction to the boxed Rebbe Eliezer. Two lines earlier at the beginning of the line, the Rabbanan de Leslehus Haisfar, they don't agree with this. You can just take something like some flour and burn it with Shemates. If it's flour, Maikalamemer, what are you going to say according to the Rabbanan? Well, the Gemara answers, according to the Rabbanan, they would have to pull a Rebelazar Reb Shimon approach. The Avdi Lehu, they would do with the Shirayim, Ke Rebelazar Reb Shimon. What does Rebelazar Reb Shimon say? Desanya, like we see in the following Brisa. I circled the name Rebbe Lezer Reb Shimon. The reason I did that is because the Rebbe Eliezer that we had four lines ago at the beginning of the line, and the Rabbanan that we had two lines ago, they're really the Balei Plukta. What we're asking is the Rabbanan, who are they saying like? They're saying like this other Tana, Rebbe Lezer Reb Shimon. In any event, Rebbe Lezer Reb Shimon, Aymer, two-line Brisa, exactly till the last word on the Amud, Rebbe Lezer Reb Shimon, Aymer, Hakaimetz Karav Ba'atzmai, and what do you do with the shirayim? Not the shirayim that you um, burn it up at the top, l'shem, uh wood, so to speak. Rather, the shirayim, mispazrin al-beisadeshen, are spread out over the beisadeshen. The beisadeshen is also an area where things would be put, but it's basically like the uh, piles of ash. You know, it would be enormous amounts of 
ashes on top of the Mizbeach, it would be a, a pile of ashes. Now, Va'afilu, or connector, Va'afilu Rabbanon, I circle the Rabbanon, because they are going to be the Rabbanon who disagree with Rebbe Lezer Shimon. But even the Rabbanon, Lo Pligi, they don't disagree, Alei Rebbe Lezer Shimon, it's only when it comes to the case of a minchas chote that is offered by um, a kohen. Why? Because that's something that could be offered. When it comes to this, our case of a minchas kohenes, not a sinful male Kohen, but rather the female who's bringing her mincha, afil Rabbanan Moda. The Rabbanan would agree that the minchas Kohenes, the Kamitsa is burned, and the Shirayim are put on the base Deshen. The list in the Mishnah had said Abbas Yisrael, Hanesua, and a Kohen who's married to a Yisrael asks the Gemara, my taima. What's the reason? Now, there were a few points mentioned there, so let's see what Rashi says. On the fourth line of the Rashi, Rashi says, My taima, why is it, Kamar Masnith, that the Mishnah said that a minchas kaihenes ne'echeles kashenen isula kain, if she's a female, her, her name is Cohen, Cindy Cohen. She's not married. Her mincha can be eaten, but if she gets married to Bob Cohen, in other words, to another Cohen, she's a Cohenist anyway, ain't ne'echeles. So it's not eaten, but on the other hand, it's not completely burnt. So what's going on? What's the reason? Back in the Gemara, Damar Kra, well, Pasuk says, V'chol minchas kayin, any mincha v'kohen, kolil tihiyeh, completely burnt shall it be, lo se'achel, thou shalt not eat it. Now it says very specifically, kohen, v'loi kohenes. It means specifically a male kohen, not female kohanim. Uh, from here, really, till the end of this parak is the uh, many... Halacha's uh, difference between Kohen and Kohenis and Yisroel and Yisraelis, in other words, men and women, and what the reason for each one is, basically uh, based on Psukim. So the uh, Gemara here continues, Kohenis mischaleles v'kohenin mischalel. A female Kohen, Mrs. Kohen, she was born a Kohenis, if she has relations with the type of guy that she's forbidden to, she could actually become a Chalala, but a Male Cohen, no matter who he's sleeping with, uh, cannot be mischalel. He could ruin his children's status, but he himself, no. Menalan, where do we know that from? Well, Zamakra, the Pasuk says, Velo um, yechalel zaroi be'amav. And uh, it doesn't say velo yachel with one lamid. Zara says lo yechalel, that double lamid. He should not profane, like doubly, his offspring ba'amav. Zaroi mischalel, his offspring. And for that matter, if there is a woman, she could become a chalala. Vehu, but the man, eno mischalel, he himself does not become a chalal. Kohenes metama, as far as uh, Tumas mace, it's not an issue for female Kohanim, but male Kohanim, yes, my time, what's the reason? Well, again, based on the Pasuk, Amar the Pasuk says, Emor el kayanim b'nei The Pasuk says, say to the Kohanim, the sons of Aaron, and goes on to discuss the halachas of that a Kohen can't become Tame. Well, b'nei Aaron, that's specifically for sons of Aaron, in other words, male Kohanim, velo benos Aaron. Kohen ochel bekotche kotchim, continued the Mishnah, uh, holy, holy, like uh, chatas meat, a Kohen can eat from, but not a Kohenes dichsiv. Well, Pasuk says over there, kol zachar, I underline the word zachar, every male, bivne aroin, yoichlena. That means males and not 
females. Then the mission continued with the eight differences between um, men and their chiyuvim and women. Ma benish, etc. have a brisa. The brisa goes for three lines till the next two dots. The pasuk by tsaraas uses the term ish. Um, when it says uh, a, a man who is a tsarua, tsarua who, uh, ish, ainli ela ish, that is shaykh to becoming a mitsaira muchlatz, uh, isha minayin, how do you know a woman can become a muchlat when it comes to tsaras? Well, kishuhu oimer, when it says this next phrase, which really isn't necessary in the context of the pasuk, but yet it says vehat tsarua asher boy, and the one who is a tsarua hare kanshnayin. That's coming to include someone else that wasn't included earlier, which would be a female. Well, im kain matam lemarish. And why start out by saying ish, which means man, which seems to imply man, but not woman necessarily, if all we're going to do is include woman. Well, le'inyin shalemata, for the things that are mentioned right after, ish pireya, namely the growing the hair long, uh, when he's a mitzara and the uh, tearing of the clothes, which is only by a man, not by a woman. The mission continues, said, Ha'ish madres beno benazer, a father has the ability to make a neder for his minor son to become a nazer, and it's actually effective. Ve'en ha'isha, but a mom cannot be madres bena her son benazer. Am Rabbi Yochanan, how do we know that one? Well, it's a halachi benazer, it's halach l'mesh misinai, that that's the way it is. And the next point, Ha'ish megaleach al nazirus aviv, ve'en ha'isha megalachas al nazirus aviyah, you have a parent, they pass away, they had money set aside, or animals set aside for their closing nazirus korbanos, and now they're dead. So the children, can they use those for their own nazirus korbanos? The male children, yes, could. Female child, no. Am Rabbi Yochanan, where do we know that from? Halachahi be'nazir. Again, it's a halachah That that's just the way it is. The Mishnah, our Mishnah continued and said, a man can be Makadesh his daughter when she is a minor, but a mom is not able to be Makadesh his bita to accept uh, Kesav Kedushin on behalf of her daughter. Like the Pasuk says, it says, as biti nasati laish hazeh. My daughter, I have given, uh, and it's the father who's saying this line to the, this man, and therefore the father has the right to do it, not the mother. Uh, the mission continued said, Ha'isha, father, can Mochos Bito sell his daughter to become a uh, Amivria? Vein <coughs> Ha'isha, but a mom is not allowed to Mochos Bito to sell her daughter. Dixiv, again, it's the Pasuk. The Pasuk says the context of which you have a parent selling a child is Kim Kor Ish. I don't know the word Ish, as When a man uh, sells his daughter, which indicates thus man, father, but not woman, not mother. Uh, the next is when administering the death penalty of stoning Ha'ishnis Kal Arum, unclothed, my taima, all the Pasuk says, Urigamu Oisai, and they will stone him. Now, what does it mean, him? My Oisai, they'll stone him. Well, Ilema, if what we're saying is that Oso, Velo, Osa, if you want to say that the uh, court uh, administered death penalty of stoning is only for a man and not a woman, well, that's just not true. The Pesukim talk about a woman also getting that punishment. V'haksiv, it says, V'hoitseisa es ha'ishahu, or es ha'ishahi, and take them out and give them the death penalty of stoning. So clearly a woman has the ability to receive the death penalty of being stoned to death. Ella, rather, what it means is like this. Him, 
and only him, like him in his birthday suit, in other words, him unclothed, Oisoi, you give the ben- death penalty of stoning to Beloik Susa without his clothes, Ve-lo Osa Beloik Susa, not her without her clothes. So she does have to get the death penalty of getting uh, uh, having a big rock put on her, another rock thrown at her, uh, she is not unclothed. Ha'ish nitla after a court administers the death penalty, they would hang up the body so that people could see it and learn not to do the same thing. A man, yes, a woman, no. My time, what's the reason? Well, Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, Vitalisa Oisai. I double underline the Vav at the end of the word Oisai. And they should hang him, Allah eights, on a high tree, which we understand to mean Oisai, him, Veloy Oisai, not her. And finally, a man, if he steals and doesn't have what to pay back, uh, he's sold into servitude to uh, make money to be able to pay back. But a woman is not sold into servitude to pay for things that she had stolen. My time, what's the reason? Well, Amar Kra. Once again, we go back to the Pasuk, this case as well. It says uh, a guy stole and he doesn't have money to pay back. Vinimkar Bigneva Soy. Uh double underline the Vav at the end of that word, and he is sold for his thievery to pay back his things that he stole, which we darshan to mean Bigneva Soy and things that he stole, the Bigneva Soy, not things that she stole. In other words, we're talking about a man in the context of what this was going on here, but not a woman. Hadrinallah Hayanitel Adkan.